Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Are we going to cancel uh, CNN host Don Lemon? He didn't, was it on the air today? He's down in Miami somewhere, I guess. I don't know. Um, you, I wrote a column on him on BillOReilly.com. I hope you read it. And basically I said, look, uh, what Lemon said was stupid. It was preposterous that women are, can't be in their prime after they're 40. It's insane. But Lemon said insane stuff his whole career. Right. So. All right. This is what you pay him to do. CNN. It's not like this is a shock. Number one. All right. And number two, you had two women on the panel with him that could have just annihilated him. Right. In the court. Right in their TV. Just annihilated. What? What are you crazy? You can't be saying stuff. And. And uh, Lemon used to keep going, well, Google it. Google it? What he, I mean, can you imagine me and Lemon if he had said something like that? He'd be a puddle. But no, they, ladies, uh, this is what reporting, I wasn't there, but they went to management. Why? Just do it yourself. That's my point. You know, confront stupidity run to management. If management wants to do something about it, let them do it. But you, you're on the air, you confront it. Okay. Not everybody agrees with me, and we like that. Let's uh, go to a very smart woman. Uh, I'm not going to ask her age. That would be impolite. I would never do that. Uh, Amy uh, Tarkinian is a uh, former Nevada State Republican chairwoman. She comes to us from Reno. Where am I going wrong here, Amy? 
<laughs> well, you're actually right. But on the other hand, you probably had two women who were in shock that he even said such a misogynistic comment on the air. And you're right, for him to say, just go Google it, um, what kind of journalistic background do you have? Now, obviously, he's, he's not new to saying stupid things, as you pointed out. He was removed from primetime to then the morning show, which morning shows typically have a combination of factual news and opinion. Now, we know his opinion. We know he's an arrogant knucklehead. And these women should have taken him to task yeah. on the air. But I think they were taken aback, and so they felt they probably no excuse, needed Amy. some backup. Well, no I'm excuse. Just, They're I'm on national TV. Look, in my career, you think I haven't heard worse stuff than that? Um, sure. You know, you, got it, you go, what? And then you put forth how dumb it is. Um, taken aback or surprise? No. Well, you had the one, the one uh, anchor on on one side actually question and say, "Are you talking about you know being pregnant or with pregnancy?" I can't remember how she put it. Yeah, that was Poppy uh, Harlow, I believe. Twenties, thirties, and forties, which Look, obviously means their appearance and not their their mental capabilities. This was so preposterous what Lemon said that it doesn't. It's not even worthy of debate. It's not. It's not two sides to the story. All right. There's the truth that women, just like men, can operate at a very high level, depending on their physiology. All right. Into what? Their 80s, 90s. I mean, Joe Biden. Right. I mean, come now, on. My mother-in-law is the perfect example. She actually was Las Vegas mayor pro tem in her 80s, and she's currently a university regent getting okay, ready so to hit 89. We all know that this is ridiculous. So then the, mm -hmm. the job of the anchors is to point out how ridiculous it is, not just go, oh, oh, oh I'm offended. I'm offended. No. Well, no. I, I think, unfortunately, they're so used to playing the victim, as you so rightfully point out in there your you article, talking about the victim of, of the woke culture. Yeah. And so they, they are so brainwashed into thinking this way, that that's the way to think, and that you're supposed to just bend over and take it. Um, it maybe that's why they were taken aback. Maybe. So, I mean, you know, look, I don't, yes, I don't know, should, and I don't, I don't particularly care. Yeah, I don't know and I don't particularly care. I don't watch CNN because there's nothing I can learn from CNN. They're not real interested in putting out any kind of worthy information, in my humble opinion. Now, Lemon, would you fire him if you were the president of CNN? Would you kick him right out the door? Well, I actually would fire him because, you know, you also had the left talking about me, too. And this seems to kind of fit in that category. Where are all these, you know, uh, feminists, you know, crying out to foul from this guy? You know, silence. Oh, he, so, no, no, they're, he's getting it. He's getting it from every direction. But you would fire him. You'd, you'd show him I the door. I would fire him because yeah. I think he's, he's had one strike, two strikes, three strikes. How many strikes does it take for this guy to actually, you know... Uh, function like a normal human being on the air. So you would, you would fire him for, essentially camera. you would fire him for being dumb. <laughs> yeah, probably so. <laughs> He's going to get fired because of low ratings. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think CNN's going to do it because of this, because that opens up a lawsuit and a lot of, a lot of stuff, but he will, he's not, this time next year, you won't be seeing him.
All right, uh, Amy, thank you very much for helping us out. Very kind of you to take time out of your day to do it. Thank you. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. You're listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. There are 1,000 Russian casualties every day, according to British intelligence. And that's, British intelligence is the only place right now where I'm getting information. U.S. intelligence, is like, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm not getting any information out of them. More Russians have been killed in Ukraine in a year than were killed, Americans killed in Vietnam in 10 years. Um, so, you know, this is a catastrophe. Russian economy, it's a subsistence economy because most people don't have anything anyway. But I hear that it's not going well. But I don't know. It drives me crazy. So I asked Brent Sadler, who is a senior research fellow at the Heritage Foundation, um, and he follows uh, these things very closely around the globe, uh, to come on on and give us what he knows, how he knows it, and what he thinks. Brent, thanks for helping us out. So, Putin, um, can you put him into context for us today? Yes. Uh, well, I think also a little context on the Russian people, a little insight that, that I think will go a long way. Uh, Putin, of course, I mean, this speech that he gave is classic Putin. And, you know, hours long, covering a lot of histrionics to, to rationalize his position. And quite frankly, a lot of it most Russians grew up with and kind of it resonates with them, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean that most Russians still support Putin as their leader. There is a growing animosity and I'd say fear of where he's leading Russia. Uh, just to give you some some what reality is for, for Russian males, notably because they especially are of age of being conscripted into the military. If you go out of your house or your apartment to go to the convenience store or to go out and meet friends for a coffee, 
uh, you're liable to be visited by Russian police who may issue you a document and you have 24 hours to report to the police station and eventual recruitment to be moved off to fight in Ukraine. And so you've got people holed up inside their houses or those that had the wherewithal have vacated the country long ago. And so there's this fear that's, that's permeating throughout Russian society right now uh, and also apprehension about the direction. They don't know where this is going to lead and they feel increasingly that Putin is acting out like a cornered animal. And, and that's very dangerous. Now, there are some that speculate that he could collapse and there'd be a new regime or that Russia would fragment. I'm not in that camp. I don't see anything that would indicate that. But when it does happen, it'll be quick. It won't be something we'll be able to predict. Uh, and I would probably be triggered by failure on the battlefield, rather significant one. So if his winter offensive stalls and looks like abject failure, which the odds are it could, um, because he's throwing more conscripts into a meat grinder, he may find his support, his powerful supporters, his oligarchs may turn on him. And then that could end in a palace, palace coup. And you might see a change of regime in only that circumstance, I think. All right. Well, the military would have to do it. Um, the Russian people don't have any power at all uh, because the centralized government out of Moscow with a big, strong secret police um, that if you get out of line, they come and take you away, as uh, Buffalo Springfield once sang. Um, so the, the people are afraid. Um, but I hear that the sanctions uh, have really hurt the ability of the Russian people to live day by day. Is that true? It's bit, a bit, bit more nuanced. I'd say most Russians, before the war even started, really didn't live a real uh, international lifestyle. They didn't have access to a lot of the Western quality items. It's really the, the upper middle class and the upper class in Russia, a small portion of the population, that we've become familiar with, the globetrotters, the ones spending big spenders. That's a fraction of the Russian population, but the vast majority of Russians living in rural uh, Siberia or in, across Russia, they don't have any access to that. They certainly don't have access to international news. They have only what they've been told by their government or their local uh, uh, authorities. And, and so quite frankly, their lifestyle hasn't been changed too much. But what I will say, is it's unavoidable for most of those Russians even to pass by the graveyards and not see large numbers of fresh graves. It's another site that's become far too common. It was something also that happened during the Afghan experience of the late Soviet Union. And so to say public support is a foregone conclusion, uh, I'm not so sure. Okay. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry. Be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty 
which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Now, in Russia itself, you have a uh, peasantry that's 80% of the population that live, as I said, pretty much from day to day. They're dependent on the government. Putin still has money because other people buy his oil and, and things like that. But in the battlefield situation, from what, again, it's very hard to get accurate reporting because the Ukrainians not going to give you accurate reporting and the Russians aren't going to. So now we depend on other you know, agencies that are there. But it looks to me like Russia now is flooding the zone with bodies. Putin doesn't care how many are dead. All right. And trying to push the Ukrainians back so that they'll basically negotiate. That's what I see happening. Do you see the same thing? I agree with that assessment. I think what Putin hopes to accomplish at the, at the minimum is that he forces Ukraine into a stalemate that they can't sustain and that they sue for peace at a negotiated solution that solidifies the gains that he already has made. The danger with that is it's only a pause. In a few years, we'll be back to open conflict again for some other excuse coming out of Moscow. Uh, but that seems to be what he's setting up as his low bar for success. Yeah, of course, his upper bar would be to break. Yeah. He's got 20% of Ukraine now. Um, but it looks like that this guy is, uh, you know... But again, he believes that he is impervious to any kind of criticism or any coup. I think that he firmly believes it, even though he never goes out in public. You never see him. I mean, he's always surrounded by security and his uh, movements are very secretive. Final question for you. There are Americans who say, look, we have now uh, either spent or are going to spend a total of $150 billion dollars on Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's driving our debt. It's, it's uh, hurting our economy. How much more can we do? When it comes to the dollars that, that we're talking about, that's actually ammunition and tanks and equipment that's going to fight the Russians. And that's actually, I think, money well spent. The, you know, Remember, the Chinese are watching and taking notes for a fight that really would be very costly to us, and that's one over Taiwan with the Chinese. And that anything that we can do that can deter or to send a message to Beijing that a war of aggression, trying to unilaterally change the borders uh, of a country, of a sovereign country, is too costly to contemplate. If we fail in that, and we fail in Ukraine, and is the current test before us, we're going to have a much harder time with China. So the dollar value is really not the issue. It's the ability to produce munitions at numbers that the Ukrainians need. And we're learning a very sad lesson. Many of our European allies have walked away from their industrial capacity to produce munitions, as we have. And we need to fix that quick. That's a wake-up call for a, a brave new world that we're in that's very far too dangerous. Right. And so I, I set aside the dollars and look at the munitions production. Yeah, and it's cheaper if we can defeat Putin, far cheaper 
than allowing Putin and China to run wild because we'd have to spend a hundred times that to uh, contain them. All right, Brent, thanks very much. We appreciate it as always. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day. And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Here's a gem from the No Spin News Vault. Let's bring in, you know this guy, Corey Lewandowski, a New Hampshireite, author of this book, comes out today with David Bossy, who's standing right over there. All right, and he's on his machine, everyone. He's not even paying attention to what we're doing here. <laughs> Boss, you know, pay attention. I know your concentration spans 30 seconds, but just pay attention. All right, Trump's enemies, how the deep state is undermining the presidency, out today. You know Manafort? I do. You know? He's a bad guy. He is a bad guy? He's a bad guy. Why? Tell me why he's bad. Look, you know, Bill, he came to the campaign under a false pretense. He came as what was supposed to be a contemporary of the president, both in age and in financial stature. And now we've seen that it was all a ruse. Everything that Paul had done was illegal overseas. He took a bunch of money, didn't pay his taxes on it, sheltered the money, and was basically poor and was using his position as the Trump campaign chairman to enrich himself after the campaign was over. And look, anything that he's been accused of and ultimately convicted of had nothing to do with his tenure at the Trump campaign. Okay, it you don't know preceded. that for sure because we nobody knows it for sure, but it's your opinion. So when he was in charge for the brief period of time that he was in charge, what was it, five weeks? Eight weeks, yeah, he made eight, eight weeks, weeks okay. a day. You were there then, I was, right? Well, I was there until they fired me, yeah. Okay, but you were there under Manafort. Yes. Manafort was, was the head of the campaign. Yes. Did you know he was a bad guy then? You know, I, like, I'm a Boston guy. I can read people. I could see the first time I met him when he came in with his uh, leisure suit on and looked like he just walked off the SS Minnow. Uh, he was not probably going to fit into the America First agenda. So you didn't have a good feeling about him? I didn't have a good feeling about him, and his reputation preceded him. The, the black Manafort stone reputation. Did he ever do anything in the campaign uh, that you saw that was untoward? I think he's just a serial liar. He lied about all the little things that didn't matter uh, and things that, you know, wouldn't have made a difference in the outcome of the campaign mm -hmm. that were so immaterial that he could have just told people the truth, whatever that was. And, and he was the kind of guy who took a lot of meetings outside the campaign office in his apartment and was Did the very... president know this? Did he know that? Uh, I don't think so. No, Look, I, I, I think Donald Trump, when he was running for president, was, was really hands off of a number of the things, the decisions that were being made and the decision to make Paul the campaign chairman I don't believe was was candidate Trump's alone. Yeah, but he had it okay. Um, all right, so you you you're not surprised that Manafort's in a lot of trouble. That his no. credibility is is done. You agree with me that Trump's a big winner here in this latest blow up? Okay. Yes. All right. Now, John Kelly, President Chief of Staff. Uh, there's all kinds of stories about you having a brawl with him, and he kicked you in the groin, threw you through a window. <laughs> all right. 
I mean, what's the truth here? Look, none of that is true. And look, this is one of those stories in Washington, D.C. where they say, Secret Service had to come in and break up a fight. That didn't occur. What did occur and has occurred many times in that White House, and I happen to be one of these conversations, we had a heated discussion about what I thought was best for the president and what he thought was Tell best for the president. Tell me what the topic was. The topic was I wanted the president out in front of the public more often. He wanted the president behind the desk governing the country, which I understand how important that okay. is. So you guys disagreed on how the president should present himself. Is That's that right. accurate? Yes. All right. And it got heated. It did. Okay. Is Kelly, who I thought was a good hire, um, is he good at what he does? Is he the right man to be chief of staff in the White House, in your opinion? I think going into a presidential re-election effort, which is where we're going now, right. I would like to see a chief of staff in the, uh, in the type of uh, Jim Baker or Rahm Emanuel, someone who has a true political background and political sense and is looking at every decision through that political lens because every first-term president wants a second right, term. Rather than a military administrator, right. which is what Kelly... Did Kelly impose more discipline in the White House? There's no question. He did? Yes. Because the leaks kind of... You remember when uh, Priebus was the chief of staff, it was crazy. It was, well, it was, it was every day. It was the Wild day. West there for a while. Right. And John came in and he, he clamped down on things. And that was a good and, thing. Look, that's a very good thing if the... Pre but you can't prevent the president from getting the information necessary to make key decisions. And right. limiting his ability to talk to people, I think, is a detriment. How often do you talk to President Trump? I have a unique privilege to talk on a regular basis. Okay, you do. All yeah. right. Now, the book is Trump's Enemies. Who's Donald Trump's worst enemy right now in this country? Uh, I think the intelligence community. All right. So the CIA, the FBI, is that what you're talking about here? Yeah, I mean, National look, I, 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 look at, I look at what Brennan and Comey and Clapper did collectively, those three, to right, prevent so him from being successful. you feel that still, still, even though Trump has his guy running the FBI, has his guy running the CIA, these are appointees on his, they're still his main enemy. Well, the, the, the bureaucrats who work under those people, the holdovers from administration yeah, the, the to lifers. administration, the lifers, they right? hate them. the permanent Washington, D.C. class, hates Donald so Trump. So why are they, what are they doing that classify them as his worst enemy? Well, look, one, well, a great example, as you know, he has a conversation just recently, he was flying over to Paris to do the 100-year anniversary of the end of World War I. He had a conversation on Air Force One with Theresa May from Great Britain. Within 30 minutes of that conversation transpiring, that was a now public statement. I don't right, know so how that leaked occurs. You, you, the Somebody le leaked it. Leaks, of course, uh, of course. And they leak it to, to uh, organs like the Washington Post and New York Times that hate him. That's exactly right. And, right. and their story was Donald Trump and Theresa May had a heated discussion. They can't get along. Look, that's not beneficial either to our country or to the president. And those are the things that have to stop. But reporters will go, are going to report if this stuff is accurate or not. Now, that brings us to the media. So everybody knows, uh, everybody knows that 90% of the national media wants to destroy Donald Trump, right? Would you see that? Yes, and look, in our book, I do a sit-down interview with the president. He says 85% of the media is fake news. So you're, you're five points higher, but I'll go with your number. Okay, so if everybody knows it, then why is it important anymore? I mean, they've lost, like Manafort, all credibility, have they not? Hasn't the press lost all credibility? Bill, they have, but they have such a large microphone. And look, the president says in the book, he said, I don't mind getting bad press stories if they're accurate. And sometimes he deserves a bad press story, but it has to be an accurate story. 
the difference now from just 10 or 12 or 15 years ago was the media used to report the news. Now they want to be the news, and it's a big difference. You know, the Jim Acostas of the world want to inject themselves into challenging the president in press conferences so he becomes the story. Those are the enemies of Trump. When they say this caravan is hundreds of miles away, it's not an invasion, there's no accountability after they're proven wrong. Isn't, isn't it part of it, though, that... Uh the president antagonizes them? He does. Bear baits them? He has to fight back. Okay. I don't know if you remember this, but right after the debate in Detroit, um, I uh, interviewed him live. Uh, you, you stood, actually, you don't remember, you stood right next to me. Uh, that's right. And, and then and you I walked out right onto the stage. And I he told it. me I had to see a psychiatrist <laughs> because he didn't like something <laughs> of my analysis yes. toward him. Remember yes, that? I remember it, okay. yes. Now, I was tough on every single one of them. Yes. There wasn't anybody yes. that I wasn't tough on. That's right. All right? So I'm saying, and then I made a joke out of it. I go, me? You talking to me? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, one of, it's like taxi driver talking to me. <laughs> um, so isn't he a little too sensitive to some of this criticism? Look, I think uh, when you have a media, a mainstream media that attacks you, regardless of the success that you put up on the board, whether it's the well, economy. They don't even mention it. Well, they don't mention they it. And so, it. And so when they attack him for things they shouldn't be attacked for, I think he takes it much more personal because he deserves the credit that he does not get. All Melania right. Trump doesn't get the credit. She deserves a first so he lady. he feels persecuted. Well, I, I think there's a rightful reason. I if, don't disagree with that. I've been very, very tough on any the other president, look, they, th the Republicans themselves, I call it the establishment, the Bill Crystals of the world, the Jennifer Rubens of the world, these people who espouse to be conservatives for their entire lives, they can't take issue with what Donald Trump has done. They take issue with the way he delivers the message. Yeah, they don't like and that's him. the problem. Yeah. They don't like him. Google my interview with Jennifer Rubin, O'Reilly Jennifer, and it's a classic. I can only imagine. Um, you think he's going to run for re-election? Roger Stone says, they, says he isn't. But Roger 100%. Stone may not be around to talk All right, about well, that. I hope he's I not executed. Be. Trump's enemies, here it is, comes out today. <laughs> There's Lewandowski, Bossy's over there, still on his machine, ignoring his friend. All right, there you go. Thanks for coming in, Corey. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. To watch the full episodes of the No Spin News, visit BillOReilly.com and sign up to become a premium or concierge member. That's BillOReilly.com. Sign up and start watching today. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.